I mean, do you think that it's possible that this was all like some kind of a big joke? I don't know. If it was, it was very elaborate. <laughs> because I will tell you, I can see a way to where I could work myself into this role to maybe help you out in a certain way. I think that this is something that I could do. I don't think I appreciate... you'd want to be anywhere near this scenario, All right, actually. I, I feel like I've lived next to it. I want to explain <laughs> some more. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. We do have some special guests who are going to be joining us here shortly. Yes, we're going to be joined by Garrett and Helen, who are the new proprietors of Purrington's Cat Lounge. Purrington's Cat which Lounge. Is the, which is the one and only source for your cafe and cat adopting needs here in Portland, <laughs> Oregon, because we are based in Portland. So can yeah. we have more Portlandy sounding guests? Oh, no. I, the, I'm I kind love of excited. It. I love it that the owners of Purrington's are going to be on and the show. And actually, randomly enough, the original owners of uh, Purrington's are old friends of mine. Oh, nice. They just recently sold it to these new owners, um, I think back in December. So Gotcha. So Purrington's under new ownership. Under new ownership. Okay. Correct. Great. Well, yeah, we're going to have them here on the show. I have so many questions. I have to ask them yes, about and if, this. Yes, if you have any questions, be sure to send them to us in the chat. Yeah. We will ask. Let us know. Yeah, if you're yes. if you're one of our Supporters Club members, you can do that in the chat right now. All right. A uh, couple other things, too. I do want to say thank you to one of our fine sponsors, and that is Block Advisors. Yes, our yes. buddy Gilbert, who was on last week. Now is the time to get your taxes done. I know it's not a fun topic always to talk about, but there's nothing better than going to Gilbert. Did you and having schedule your appointment yet, Greg? It. No, I didn't schedule it. Oh my it. god, you told me to remind you. <laughs> I know. Gilbert even shamed me at like afterward. He's like, set up your appointment. It has been a week since we've had him on. Crap. Yeah, I gotta get it set up. You need to get it Don't set up. Don't be like me. Set up a tax appointment now. Like just <laughs> learn from my mistakes. Go to an accountant, have them do it. They will save you a ton of money. Even if you if you own a business, if you don't own a business, if it's your personal taxes, whatever the case may be, he kind of I do all those things. Mm. He handles all of that for me. So it's uh, I highly suggest that. So block advisors, um, get get a hold of Gilbert and let Gilbert uh, actually handle your taxes. He will he will make sure they're done right. And so we and do actually do it. Him. Don't say that you're going to get a hold of him and then wait a week and not do it like Greg. Yeah, don't be like me. Don't be like, don't be a Greg. Call Gilbert now. 503-233-0447. Don't be a Greg. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's, we're going to have our guests here joining us in shortly. But before that, we need to address the situation here, which is that Sarah's been gone for two days because basically she's been cheating on the show doing real estate. Uh, so a big thank you to Mr. Dan Bozik for filling in yesterday and also two of the gentlemen from Grand Royale. That was pretty awesome. That sounded really cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they were in here and uh, it was a great show. But Sarah, off cavorting around in her fancy real estate land. And that was only one land. day, excuse me, because the other day was because you couldn't do the show. Shh. Yeah. So do not like lump <laughs> that in with me. One was yesterday. I don't yes, know what you're correct. talking about. Anyway, um, Sarah, tell us about some of this, these experiences that you had, because you just started to explain a little bit to me about what happened yesterday, yes. and this is where I think I want to get on, in on this action. All right, so one of the best parts of being a real estate agent is getting to go into people's houses and, and you know, and show them to people, and you're not breaking in, and mm-hmm. you're allowed to be in there, and you get to kind of see how different people live their lives. Yes. At different kinds snooping. of lives. You're not snooping. You don't touch Legal anything. snooping. It's legal snooping. Yeah. It absolutely is legal snooping. Yes. And I have these clients who are wonderful people, and they are looking to buy a property out in St. Helens. Okay. Now, for anyone who's not familiar in Oregon, it's about uh, like 55 minutes, 50 minutes outside of town. Yeah. Um, it's like a smaller community. Mm-hmm. 
It's a really cute. Off the Columbia River. Off the Columbia River. It's a super cute little area. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just like super cute little areas, there are all kinds of wonderful pockets and types of people. Yeah, it's so, rural Oregon. And uh, having grown up in rural Oregon, yeah, there may be cute parts of town, but it's still rural Oregon. Yeah, you're still in the middle of yeah. rural Oregon. Yep. Yeah. So there are – so St. Helens, even though it's a smaller town, it is kind of spread out and there are like definitely different sections and segments of it. So we had said – so we basically set up that we were going to look at six different houses yesterday. They are like, we're out here. We're going to look at all these places, see what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so get out there. Uh, at about, I don't know, nine-ish in the morning. And, well, the first house that we went to, the people next door were 100% hoarders. Like, not even, like, funny hot. Like, it was just, like, piles upon piles of stuff. And it was exactly, like, a clean, neat line. Because the house itself was actually really cute. But living next to a hoarder, like, it was, like, tarps. Like, hoarder hoarder? Hoarder hoarder, like... But it was different kinds of like like paint cans and garden gnomes and furniture and okay. just uh, and motorcycles like all kinds of stuff. But it was like not a scrap of lawn could be seen. like a scooter like sitting in the backyard that's just been there for years. That doesn't sound un- unpleasant. Okay, I was just trying to get an eye visual of what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is so this is the first. I'm glad one that was like, your okay. opinion when you see something like that. Mm. So yeah, so we go there and it's like okay. So I'm like, so how would you feel about living next to? A hoarder. Like, um, you know, I think I'm okay. I don't think I would really like to look upon a vast sea of garbage every morning. Right. Yeah. So then there was this one. So then we see a bunch of them, like, nondescript. They're fine. We found one that's actually really cool um, that you might be interested in. So that's – but the but one of the houses that stood out the most was this one. So I had to call – most of them are vacant when I was going to show them. And then, like, you just call and text the listing agent, let them know you're coming to show it. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one in particular, I had to contact the agent to see because it has tenants in it to see mm-hmm. if I would be able to show it. Okay. So uh, I'm writing. So I write him an email, get nothing. Call him, he doesn't answer. Text him, don't hear anything. I'm like, okay. So I finally text him again, and then he writes back, and I'm like, hey, I just wanted to see if we might be able to see this property because uh, we were going to try and do it like initially at like 9 a.m. At, at, at like nine, he's just like, no, it's going to have to be later because they're still going to be sleeping. And I'm like, wait, that's how it said? Yeah, it yeah, gun- we're gonna, it gonna be, it gonna have to be later. Like, I know that typos, but it's. Wrote like, out gonna? He wrote out gonna. I'm like, and this is a business text. This is a business text. It's gonna have to be later. It's gonna have to be later. I'm like, okay. So, um, so scheduled for a later time. Wait, later than 9 a.m.? Later than 9 a.m. So scheduled for 11. I mean, if you're selling the house. Yeah. And then also the, the specifics on this house, too, is like, and the tenants would like to stay. So they want to rent the house from the owner? Yeah, it was Or be a roommate? It very much made no sense. This whole thing was like like and the and the wording was a little like weirdly written. Okay. Nothing lots of typos like the like the text message. Okay. So so you're, the tenants are going to want to stay. I mean in all fairness when I bought my house uh, the roommate that was renting from my friend uh, who owned the house, he stayed. Oh, he came with the house. Yeah, to Josh carryover. Yeah. But we, we with agreed that was fine. I was like, well, yeah, it saves me problem, uh, trouble finding a new roommate. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, this would be a little bit different, though. Yeah, I because feel they're like. looking to sell the house, but it's like, and in the description it says, and the tenants would really like to stay. It's like, okay, All right. that's, I mean, okay. Sure. Like, so someone wants to buy the house so that they can live in it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We just want you to pay the mortgage. <laughs> yes, and then we still want to live here, though. we still live here. Yeah, how's that? So from the outside, 
it it looked fine. It's um, no, a lot. There were like some really cool like fixer upper houses. You know, you can see the you can see the the maybe the promise of tomorrow. Uh huh. And so this one from the outside did not look too terrible. So I go up to the door exactly you know at the time we're supposed to be at, and you know and the tenants know that we're coming, and so knock on the door. The door swings open. And there's a man standing there in a T-shirt and pajama pants, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Wait, this is the guy answering the door, and you're with your clients? I am with my clients. Knock on the door. Dude opens the door in pajamas, smoking. And in the like, house. He doesn't even say hello. He just goes, and then just like walks back to his room. Oh wow! So I'm sitting there with them, and I'm just looking. I'm mouthing. I'm like, what? <laughs> so go in at first I'm like well, there's something moving in here and then I look and not only is the room full of ashtrays everywhere this is inside the house this is inside the house and he knew you were coming and to look at the I house. had an appointment to look at this house is this guy the owner no it's the tenants who want to live there forever okay gotcha <laughs> yes at least is I think is the owner aware of this the state of this I I would location? assume that they must be so we walk in. I'm like, at that point, I'm like, do we even go? I'm like, well, I have to go in. Like, we scheduled. We got to see what's happening in there. And so as I walk in, you know, I'm looking, and there's this giant, like, almost like popcorn bowl size ashtray, just full of cigarette butts, in the middle of the coffee table. <laughs> it looked like a, like the size of a record, basically. Wow. We're like, okay, so nobody's giving us any guidance. The guy just goes back in. I can hear him talking to his girlfriend in the other room. So he just lets you in and then turns around and goes into and another just room. Shuffles back into his room, smoking a cigarette smoking in his pajamas a pants. In his pajama pants. What was it that he was so busy with that he couldn't get up before nine a.m.? I don't know. I because he was still in his pajamas. I have uh-huh. no idea. Okay, all right. So then we go to like so we go to the kitchen. It's like a nice sized kitchen. I'm like okay, um, you like put more ashtrays everywhere, and then there's like a sunroom in the back, which is really cool. But I will say it was just unlike. Anything I've ever seen, because you don't know what you're going to get. So I'm sitting here and like, and this is, and my clients are both kind of looking at me like, what's happening? Like, did you want to see the anything? Like, (laughs) no, I think we're good. Like, okay, so we didn't even look in any of the bedrooms. Didn't go upstairs. Just went through the living room to the kitchen to the sunroom, and then out the front door. Did you Did you ever see the guy again? Nope. I just said, okay, thank you, and he's just like, bye. And I hear this other girl go, bye. (laughs) <laughs> and that was it. Wow. Yeah. See, for something like that, though, I would want to go see that. I, I want no to see idea. the inside but of it. But see, you never know what it's going to be. Like, I didn't know it was going to be like that. You can't anticipate that kind of stuff. Yeah. But on the other hand, how, you know, clearly those clients didn't want the place. How can I use this to my advantage and your advantage to where I could do this to like another house? Like, is there. Go to real estate school? <laughs> No, 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 I don't want to do that. Um, what I want to do is actually play this kind of person. Like, I feel like this is a role I could do to help you out in some way. Like, say you want to steer somebody towards a different house. Ooh, let's figure out a scheme here. Wait, so you're saying, like, show them that super scary house to make other ones? No, seem more another delightful. one. Like, say you've got down the line, you've got, you've got like a particular house you want them to buy, and then this other one they're interested in. Hire me because you can let me in ahead of time. And then I can play that guy. I can. Dr- oh my gosh, this could work. I'm not going to hire you to go into someone else's property. Like, hey, how y'all doing? I'm the tenant here. 
I mean, it was almost Oh like, my gosh, Sarah, I could do that. I could do that. I could be for hire for other people too, for other real estate like agents. It was almost like an actor. Like it really felt like something out of a movie. Like it was, it did not feel real. If I get my, <laughs> if I get a, a resume together for this, would you be willing to tell your other real estate agents, like in your groups no. that, that they could hire me no. to steer, steer, steer your client to the house you want them to buy? Hire Wait, me. Why would they be, nobody wants to waste their time showing houses that they don't want their no, client to buy. If you have a set of clients, um, you know, and they're they're like, and you're showing them a few different houses, and you want them to buy one particular one, but they're like leaning towards the one you don't want them to buy. Why would then I you want hire them me. to buy a house that they don't want to buy? <laughs> well, because again, it's a scheme. So then you would hire me, and I'd be staged in that house, and they show up like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" I'm going to be bunking up there and legally you can't kick me out. You know, and I can do all kinds of things, you know, that's, uh, that's squatters nice. ruts. And, you know, and I can, I can do different things to like persuade them that this, is, it, <laughs> that this isn't the house that they would want. And then you, you could like recommend me to other people, other real estate agents. And I could do this that, on the side. That won't be I could be the undesirable person. You are. That's, being very that's that, uh, you know, the house and help, help real estate agents make, you know, Sell, sell the house they want to sell. All right, so Vicky's sell. saying the tenants don't want the house to be sold. I have to tell you, they had to have smoked like a hundred packs of cigarettes to fill all of those bowls. Like, I think that this is, I think this is a lifestyle. I'm pretty sure that everybody in the, it seemed like a way of life. It didn't yeah. seem like a, that's just how they live. Well, see, if we make notes of that, then I can do that at the other houses that you don't want, you know. I'm not going to, you don't even. The premise of I won't estate. charge a lot. Oh my god! Give me a half percent of so, what one you actually sell. And to come full circle, I just heard from the guy. He's just like, "Hey, so what'd your clients think of the house?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I was Loved trying to be it. diplomatic because I've told you before, like when someone just text back, "LOL," and just text nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote back. I'm like, at this uh, hello. At this point, there's no interest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Because when that other woman, you know, before asked me for feedback, yeah, that I told you about that, right? And I don't know, like, because I don't know how to navigate these muddy waters, like how honest you're supposed to be. I don't know. Because like she had asked for feedback at another house that I showed, and I was like, one? okay, um, this was a few weeks back. This might have been when you were at a, when I was hosting the show with other people. Okay, I think it was, and I had this woman's like, oh yeah, please, like show the house. She's like, and please give me your feedback. After you show it, and I'm like, oh, okay, so go in. It's it's very dirty and gross and okay. whatever. Um, it's a teardown. But there's also – You like, with your real estate terms. It's a teardown. But it is. I mean, you can't burn it's it. That's what we call it. <laughs> burn it to the ground. <laughs> and so then after I showed it, uh, and then when we were looking, like the person I was showing it to also noticed that there was – Fresh rat poop everywhere. Oh, so it has like rats. Well, that's dangerous. It is, and so she's, and then she wrote me after again. She's like, "Hi, yeah, I'd love your feedback," and I was like, "Okay, well, you know, my client's not interested at this point, but um, the rat feces was a bit much." That's I, and then I said like, I "Just also, as for feedback, the FYI, there's uh, rat poop everywhere." <laughs> I'm, like trying to think of worded it better, but I'm like, "Just in case you wanted to like do something about that," and she just wrote back, "Thank you." And then that's it. I'm like, so was I not supposed to say anything? I mean, look. Like, what kind of feedback? Yeah. If it is, I mean, I think that would be a good thing to know. Yeah. If you were trying to sell the house. And, and this other condo I just showed the other day has been on the market for 767 days. Wait, two years? Two years? Almost to the day. Yeah, like 
a really long time. And you go in, and it's like these things where, like, you can tell that someone's just abandoned. They, they, they don't even go to the property anymore. Yeah. Like, toilets unflushed, things. Oh, just, it's gross. Just, it's disgusting. Yeah. Okay. And then on, on the but opposite not side all of that. it, there are beautiful houses that you get to see. Yeah. But the, the memorable ones are the gross ones because they are few and far between. Right. Because you do get to see so many nice places that the disgusting ones really stand Like I said, though, see, I could help you out with this. I really think there's a business opportunity here for for both of us. You know, I would give you a a finder's fee if you were able to, you know, find some other people that – your other real estate friends. I would give you a referral fee. I would never introduce you to any of my real estate friends. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll try it out this weekend. If you're going to be showing some houses, we'll we'll give it a shot. How about that? That's how about no, no, that's not going to happen. Just got to let me in like a half hour beforehand, before before you show up with the clients. I'll be all set. Oh, up, that's ready to completely go. not a way to get my license pulled. That's great. Well, wink, wink. I mean, you know, <laughs> Stop it's it. fine. Never, <laughs> never. All right. Well, I think our guests might have maybe been able to see. Oh, oh sounds like sounds like they are. tendencies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's the deal. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back here in just a moment with our special guests, Helen and Garrett. Helen and Garrett. Yes, from Purringtons. All right, and welcome back. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here for Fun Employment Radio. I am really excited to talk about how this all works, <laughs> like what what the inspiration is, how it all works, and really talk to our two guests here that we have, and really excited to, to welcome them here on the show. Yes, so we have uh, both Helen and Garrett from Purrington's Cat Lounge, not cafe, right? There you go. Exactly. All right. Purrington's Cat Lounge, and that's such a, I mean, A, the name's amazing, but we want to talk about like the history of it, too, because Purrington's has been around for a while, but then it wasn't for a while. Yes. So it opened originally in 2015. Uh, the previous owners decided to sell the business and move out of state, and we purchased it in January of 2019. Okay. So so repurchased, and then you are now the new owners and getting this all up off the ground. You reopened in, I think, in October. October. Yeah, we did a major renovation for about nine months um, and then reopened October 16th. Um, yeah. What was involved in the major renovation uh, after you purchased it? So a lot of it was just brightening and lightening up the space. Um, We wanted to add, we have vintage-style windows in the cat lounge that let in lots of light. Um, We repainted everything. We put in a new bar. um, And there's additional seating in the cafe side now. Nice. Well, I think, too, to give everybody a context, because we have listeners from all over the place that may not be familiar with this type of business, of the concept. Can you walk us through what, what that concept is? Yeah, so essentially we're almost like two businesses in one in that you walk in the front door and it's a cafe, so we have full espresso bar, we do beer, wine, cider, we do food as well. Awesome. But then off to the side, the other half of the business is a totally separate cat lounge area where there's furniture, so we have benches and tables and chairs, and upwards of 10 to 15 cats roaming around that are all available for adoption. (sighs) And you can take your food and drink from the cafe into the lounge and hang out with the cats. So are they completely separated? Completely separated. So, But you can see through the vintage windows, you can hang out in the cafe and still see what's going on in the lounge. So if you're allergic or you don't have time to go into the lounge, you can can still still see what's going on, yes. Oh, my God. That sounds like the happiest place ever. I know. So how does the adoption (laughs) process work? So if someone comes in and they fall in love with the cat, what do do they do next? So we partner with Cat Adoption Team, which is a shelter in Sherwood, Oregon, and we follow all of their policies for adoption. Um, I'm certified as an adoption counselor along with two of our other staff. So you would fill out a pre-adoption form that just asks questions like your 
things about your environment, your family, um, and then we would place the cat on hold for the adopter and then schedule the adoption interview for a few days later. So we don't do same-day adoptions. We think it gives people a little time to get their homes ready and prepare for the animal, and then it allows us to get more cats from the shelter to supply the cat lounge. (laughs) I was going to say also that spontaneous, oh my God, I love this cat, I want to take it home. Exactly. (laughs) Of course, if you've had several glasses of wine. Right. (laughs) And you decide. (laughs) I want four of them, yeah. (laughs) So how many cats usually get adopted from there a week? So since we reopened, we've adopted almost 100 cats since October, which is a lot for us. Um, We didn't expect it to be this many already. Um, And then previously, in the four years they were open, they adopted out 628 cats. Wow. That You've is done a hundred in just a few months it's, right now. It's, it's been crazy. wild. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of cats. We well, keep joking with ourselves. Like literally, they arrive from the shelter, and within twenty-four hours, they're all on hold. <laughs> and we have to tell people who are looking for cats, like, "Sorry, guys, the cats are already on hold." Like, and it's become sort of a, a challenge for people. They're like, "Wait, wow. the cat just got there, and it's already on hold." Like, I don't have time to be there first thing in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> gotta it, be, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. The morning to see the cats. Now, do you have any like cat lounge regulars? Do you have people that just come in all the time? Yeah, we have several regulars that like to come in the same time slot. And um, we've kind of gotten to know them, and they're they're starting to get to know each other. So it's kind of building a little community around love of animals, obviously. But I think it gets to be a little deeper than that. Eventually, people start to talk about other things. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I wanted to ask, too, you, you mentioned that you're a certified counselor. Like, what's, what's your background? Like, what led you to decide you wanted to purchase a, a cat lounge? So I was a volunteer at Cat Adoption Team for four years okay. uh, previous to this. I volunteered mostly in their hospital, oh, but wow. I would also volunteer to transport animals to and from the shelter in Purrington's. So I got to meet Kristen and Sergio, the previous owners. Mm. I got to know the layout of the space, the way that the business worked. And then when they decided that they wanted to going to move away, put the business up for sale, Helen and I had long conversations about it and decided it was kind of like a perfect transition because I've been working in food and beverage for the previous nine to 10 years as well. Yeah. So I get to combine everything that I've been doing for a long time in one business. So tell us a little bit about the menu, because I know that you kind of revamped all the, the menus and the drinks and everything. Yeah, so we try and keep things pretty simple, but that's not a, a derogatory term. We try yeah. and use fresh ingredients, but we have a couple different sandwiches. Uh, one in particular, we do a Bocarone sandwich, which is a marinated Spanish white anchovy with some papara peppers and some frisee and an olive aioli. That's kind of a fun little thing um, that drives the cats nuts anytime you take it into the lounge. <laughs> I was going to say anchovies, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, we also have, let's say, right now we're doing a cauliflower soup that is vegan, but it tastes like there's actually cream in there. Um, oh, wow. We try and lean towards vegetarian and vegan, but it's not something that we do with everything. Mm-hmm. We just want to. Our sort of goal for the space is to make it as approachable as possible for everybody. Right. So try and make the menu accessible to as many people as possible, as well as like hanging out in the cat lounge, make that as accessible as possible for as many people. Now, in order for people to come to the cat lounge, do you have to make a reservation? Can you walk in? You don't have to make a reservation, but we recommend it on the weekends especially. We get really busy on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, And there is a fee to go into the cat lounge. It's $6 for a half-hour visit per person. That's reasonable yeah. and totally fair. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that just goes towards to cover all the supplies because the shelter supplies us with food, but then we pay for everything else. Yeah. And then we always have a full-time staff member in there to sort of answer questions about the cats. 
make sure that the experience that you have in the lounge is as good as possible. What happens to the cats at night? They roam freely between um, two rooms. They also have a back room that they can escape to if they're feeling overwhelmed by the lounge. Um, It's also where their litter boxes are. Uh, So they can roam freely between those two spaces at night. And we think that they have really big parties in the middle of the night (laughs) when we're not there. Because when we come in, there's often things spread all over the room, pillows here and there. There's one cat that likes to pull all the tissues out of the tissue box. (laughs) Have you you ever thought of uh, a live stream? of that at night that people could tune people into? People have suggested oh it before. God, I, I think that, that there is a service that you can sign up for where you mount a camera and then they'll stream it for you. Um, something to consider in the future. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be a great way to get donations. Yeah. Too. I know many people well, who Well, I bring that. that up to you because I, I also work at a company called Digital Trends, but it, the, we have these TVs in the office and somebody will always turn them on to this. There's a puppy cam and a cat cam where it's just, I don't know where it is. It kind of looks like a house set up, but it's just all these, there's one with like young dogs and then these old dogs are all just hanging out. And Somebody at your work just sits and watches puppies. Yeah, they turn it on in the office and I'm like, but then all of us are like, oh sweet, cat cam's on. Because you know, it's, like, it's always just, it's just fascinating. But that's that just made me think of that. Like I want to see what these cats are doing at night. It would be fun, but I'd be tempted in the middle of the night to watch and then realize how much cleaning we have to do. The <laughs> was, that's true. Maybe not for you. We need yeah. a little work-life separation. So that's yeah. fair. You open at like 8am, right? So yeah. do you have to get get in pretty early to make sure everything's tidied up? The cafe opens at 8 a.m. and then the cat lounge opens at 10 a.m. to give a little bit of time for the lounge person to... We do a really deep clean every single day. So I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine that's a lot. (laughs) There's lots of litter boxes. (laughs) Have you had um, people that have adopted like more than one cat from the lounge? We've had people who've adopted bonded pairs. So sometimes the shelter will Mm -hmm. um, require that the two cats go home together because they have bonded um, and usually they'll have a combined adoption fee so we've had several of those adoptions and then we've had a couple adoptions where they adopted two cats because they knew they would get along together Uh because they had been in the lounge at the same time so that's happened as well Um, I think there have been adopters who adopted from the Purringtons four years ago and then have come back and gotten a second cat as well so yeah. kind wow. of the full gamut of experiences. That seems like a nice experience, too, because a lot of people sometimes get you know nervous going into like animal shelters and things. So it seems like a nice, more relaxed approach if you get anxiety about something like that. Yeah, and I think the cats are more relaxed as well because mm-hmm. they have kind of free range of the two rooms. It's easier to play with them and see their playful side and aspects of their personality that might not show up in the, in the shelter environment as much. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like you can kind of get to know them better that way. Now, have you two adopted any cats from this, from Purgtons? Mentally, we have. (laughs) But from time to time, we'll joke about we feel like we should take this cat home. It's like, all right, if it's here for another week, we'll take it home. And those are the magic words that they automatically get adopted. (laughs) Do you have any cats at home? We have three cats at home. So we had five at one point. Old age caught up to us. We're down Mm. to three. But we do have one cat that we did adopt from cat adoption team oh wow so he was a special needs boy that we fostered for almost two years before we finally just adopted him adopted him into our home oh so we see the cats at purrington's more than we do our cats at home so if we were to adopt a cat from purrington's we just joke that we would just leave it there so that we can actually see it <laughs> know, right? that's true so you have multiple cats exactly. all the time yeah <laughs> but it's good because we get to see who they're going home with uh we get to talk with them have conversations with them and feel good about where they're going to as opposed to just showing up one day and the cats are gone or not knowing who they're going to that's yeah. wonderful 
Um, talking about that, since I, I'm interested on the counseling side. I didn't just, realize I had so many questions about it. I know. I didn't know either. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm like, now all these questions are coming to me. Um, but thinking about, you know, if somebody walks in and they're, they're like, okay, I think I want to adopt a cat. What are some of the questions that you ask them? So the main questions the shelter wants to hear the answers to are if the person is planning to declaw the cat. So the shelter requires that adopters commit to not declawing because it's really painful for them and can cause um, behavioral and health issues okay. moving forward. They also ask that they keep them indoors only okay, because um, that makes their life their lifespan longer. It keeps them safe. Um, and cats can have a really full and rich life inside. So yeah. those are the main ones. And then after that, you want to kind of just find out if they have other pets, if they have kids. Um, and then those are things that you would just kind of talk about and give them resources to help troubleshoot. So those are the main ones. That's awesome. Yeah. How many cats do you usually have there at, at once? Our sweet spot is like between 10 and 12. Okay. Sometimes we have more than that if we know that we have cats that are going home that are going to be adopted within the next day or two. The shelter will send us reinforcements so that when those disappear, (laughs) we don't have a low population. But sometimes we do have a low population. Uh, At the beginning of January, we had five cats. Oh, wow. And... Thankfully, all five of them like to hang out in the lounge. One weekend, we had eight cats, but only three of which wanted to hang out in the lounge. So we, based upon the population of cats, we will alter the pricing of the lounge and also the number of people that we allow in there. Gotcha. Because we don't want it to be overwhelming for the cats, and we don't – people are paying their hard-earned money. We want them to get a good experience. Right. So having 12 people with three cats doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically, just, like you're basically pushing each other. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's important also to make a reservation so that way you can spend some time with the cats. Yeah. And eat some delicious food. And we also have a cat gallery on our website that tells the cats that are in the lounge at the time and which ones are on hold. So if people wanted to check it out before they went, they could do that. Um, We try to keep it as up-to-date as we possibly can. I'm taking a look right now. The website's great, by the way. It's very easy to navigate. Julia Vegna is our graphic designer, and she's amazing. I have to call out her name because she did the entire website our rebrand um we refreshed the logo and um she did all of that for us oh that looks fantastic oh, oh at, i like the i'm logo. looking at all the all the cats on here right now no let me Greg's ask you about live the name. looking at cats mm-hmm. i'm live looking yeah oh, that's all the images. yeah it's a cat gallery <laughs> that's um, like the funnest tag now do ever. they all and this may be a ridiculous question i don't know but when they come from the shelter do they all have names already or some of these strays that you they names? have names. The shelter names them if they don't already have a name prior to that. And we, you know, keep consistent with what the shelter names them. Some of them are funny. Some of them were just like shaking our heads. Weird. Like, yeah. I was looking at <laughs> Betty with the weird eye. Like yeah, Betty. She, Cyborg Betty. Oh, my God. She, is she, did she get adopted? Because I tried to click she, on her and they said she's no longer available. So she was on hold and I think we found out from her adopter that it wasn't going to work out, which happens sometimes. Gotcha. Um, so um, she's available for adoption and then we'll... Um, you need cyborg in your life. <laughs> no, you so that's too many questions already. No. I know, I do kind of, but... Um, See, this is why I would have a hard time if I went in there. I would be. We can it's a, put you on the do not adopt to list. <laughs> yes. Black oh, no. so that you can't. Intentionally black. We have photos behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> do not give a cat to this man. <laughs> so, so when people go to the website, that's where they can make the reservations. They can do that online exactly. as well. 
Yeah, the reservation <laughs> page um, walks you through how to s- reserve either a half hour, hour sl- time slot. We are also starting to do yoga again. They did it previously in Purrington. Yeah, I remember that. And oh, we just had our first class last Sunday, um, and it went really well, I think. Uh, so we'll be doing it every other Sunday. How does it work for cat yoga? <laughs> yes, I want to know. You literally just do yoga in the room with the cats. And we have one who has a really floofy tail right now, and you could just see his tail weaving in between the mats the whole time <laughs> they were doing yoga. Oh, my God. You might get, you know... And tickle in your armpit. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Do they ever climb on the people who are doing yoga? They didn't really do that yeah. last week. I'm sure we will have cats that we'll will want to climb. Point. Yeah. There was, yeah. there was a cat that decided to take a nap underneath somebody while they were doing one of the poses, <laughs> oh, and they didn't gosh. feel like they could move because they didn't want to disturb the cat. Just the cat just yeah. wanted them to work harder. No, yeah. you just got to hold on to that pose for as long as the cat wants you to. Um, well, then I think Greg. The next feasible step is that we have to go and spend some time at Purring. A hundred percent. And that's why I want to let people know, too, just to reiterate where you're at for mm-hmm. people to come out there. We're on, it's 3529 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, so northeast Portland, kind of near the convention center. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a great Perfect. location. Yeah, that, yeah, easy to get to no matter how you're traveling. Yeah, so we're just off of Fremont, a couple blocks away from Williams, so there's just south of Alberta. So, yeah, there's a lot it's going on It's a perfect little there. area. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, thank, this has been yeah. just wonderful. Yeah, and so enlightening. Now I know so much more about what's going on. I really want to hug a cat. I know, oh, me yeah. too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I know, I shouldn't have looked at the cat gallery. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> purringtonscatlounge.com. So you can go there and get a reservation and look at all the pretty kitties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and thank you so much for Helen coming Garrett, in. Thanks for having us. Delightful. This was so thank fun. You. Thank yeah. you too for having us. This it's been great. a pleasure. And yeah, I look forward to having you in there. Yep. Heck yeah. Yep. We'll set up a time. Let's go see Cyborg Betty. Yeah. She's going to be gone by the time we get there. Yeah. She's going to be gone. I know. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. That was really interesting. That was so interesting. Yeah. Like, I was super fascinated by all of that, and I really want to go check that place out. I do, too, and they're awesome. Like, they were both really they're awesome. They're genuinely, like, sweet people. Yeah. And Eric, you didn't, uh, you couldn't hear him because he wasn't talking. That's why you couldn't hear him. But Eric, who hooked us up with that, um, he's the one who brought us, like, Terry Courier and um, a whole bunch of different guests. So he's super cool. Yeah. We just got to meet him for the first time. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's part of the fun of, of, of this. We just of get to talk to some do this show. cool people. Yeah. And the fun of having all of you listen. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Um, I also want to give a shout out that I meant to do earlier this week. Ooh, we might have a birthday date. Uh, I kind of dropped the ball on a couple uh, of things, so I'm going to fix that now. Um, oh, no, wait. No, I don't have to. The birthday's not until later on. Oh, I'm not giving a pre-birthday oh, shout-out. Okay. But I am giving a shout-out to uh, two fine folks that I met this weekend, and that was uh, Sarah and Jeremy last weekend, which we always say, and we do really mean this, like if you see us out anywhere and you're a fan of the show, please say hello to us because it's, so, it's always awesome. Awesome. Hi, Sarah and Jeremy. And Sarah and Jeremy made me feel pretty awesome. We, I went out, went out with Gavin to a bar and <laughs> went out to this back patio and then they came up it and always makes said hello. So cool. oh, oh yeah, I felt awesome. pretty badass. It felt pretty cool about <laughs> it. So thank you for that and thank you to everybody you know, for, for saying hello to us. Yes, uh, so tomorrow on the show also, um, Greg is going to be downtown, but I will be interviewing the one and only Mr. Greg Barrett. No, so try to make him stay long enough till I'm here. I know it's like Greg's like, can you make him stay like for an hour and a half? I'm like, no, I'm not going to make Greg Barrett stay for that. Man. but anyway, yeah, he's always super rad, and he's so always we're having awesome. him. Greg Barrett's a really, really nice. And guy. then this afternoon, 
Um, we are having our friend's child come to film us for uh, yeah. his senior project. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be interviewed uh, by children. I know. <laughs> it's bizarre. And but just uh, by children so and that I mean, you know, he's, they're he's like 17 and 18, now. yeah. Yeah, so Scott Daly's child is going to come in yes. and interview us for his project. So he's just as tall or, or so almost tall. as tall anyway. So tall. Yeah. He definitely got the tolly gene. Yes. That's oh, the sure. tallies. Yeah, he got run, a tolly gene. The tallies run strong with the dollies. Oh, they run very strong, yeah. very deep there. <laughs> all right, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um you're all amazing. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Dot com. Bye friends. Bye. Bye.